0: Occult crimes, paranormal investigations, urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. Hey, welcome back to Myths, Magic, and Murder. This is a minisode. I'm Abby. I'm Kate. And we'll be your ghostesses, along with Sid. Hi. Hi, guys. That's it. That's the minisode. Okay, tune in next
1: week for better stuff.
0: <laughs> no, today we're going to be covering boggarts. Well, we're not, so it is. It's going to be good. You're going to love it, even if you hate it.
1: Um, okay, so the, the boggart I've researched is a specific boggart from my local area, and it is the Manchester boggart, specifically the boggart of Boggart Hall Clough, or in northern Boggart Hall Clough. <laughs> I love that. That's fabulous. Do you want to talk about
0: how you guys are friends? Um, I don't know this person opposite me.
1: I don't know where I am. It <laughs> we, just looked that I could smell like muffins, so I just kind of wandered in.
0: Yeah, we we just we hijacked someone off of the street and now she's here. No, I've known Sid since I was four. That's terrifying. Yeah. Um I wasn't we haven't always been the closest of friends, but we are now. Like a hallmark movie. Oh, It's one of those sort of holiday specials. Yeah, It the, snows.
1: What holiday is closest? Bank holiday. It's a late bank holiday special. It's a May Day holiday special.
0: What a beautiful tale. May Abby Day doesn't know her at all.
1: Emergency. No, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. So I thought I would share my sources, which are boggartbrewery.co.uk, manchestersfinest.com, propermanchester.com, mysteriousbritain.co.uk, manchesterhistory.net, and the research paper The Suburban Boggart by Friends of the Boggart Hole Clough.
0: Why are you more prepared than I am for my own show? I was literally going to say, like, Abby's always got two sources at most.
1: I'm fired. <laughs> I'm just a saucy bitch, what can I say? Oh
0: no, I swore. <laughs> I'm a saucy you can, person. You what can swear. Can <laughs> we swear it's fine. Okay, It's not Good. like illegal. It's illegal and you're under arrest.
1: Oh no, please don't. <laughs> cool, so I'll just launch into a little bit about the boggart. So um, boggarts are supposedly found mostly in the... Lo- in the Lancashire and Yorkshire area. And it's believed that household sprites like silkies or brownies could turn into boggets if you mistreat or offend them. So be on good behaviour around household spirits. And don't give a bogget a name, otherwise it can become destructive and uncontrollable. So it can attach itself to you and just pursue you forever until it's extracted some kind of evil onto you. Pursue you romantically? Potentially. If that's if that's your deal could probably find a way to finagle that i'd just be like
0: oh no boggart i don't want love and then the boggart will be like haha i know what's gonna get this bitch i don't think that's a very good idea too late hi this is Sid. she is a boggart
1: so boggarts actually can be kind of useful they've been known to do some household chores when they're not terrorizing people so they're described as human-like Ugly, squat, hairy men with beast-like characteristics. Who knew,
0: who knew Abby was a boggart? <laughs>
1: That's me. So That boggart love may or may not seem more or less appealing to you in light of that fact. It is far
0: less appealing.
1: So T. Sternberg's 1851 book, dialect and folklore of northamptonshire which is a really catchy title described the bogger as being as strong as a six-year-old horse with arms as long as tackle poles i don't know what a tackle pole is because i'm not from the 1850s and i don't know why he chose a six-year-old horse or whether it was a specific one but um, that's supposedly their strength and reach
0: this is too specific wait isn't a tackle pole just what you use in fishing
1: I wouldn't know. Again, I'm not a fisherman from the 1850s. (laughs) Have you ever been fishing? No. Have you? Honestly,
0: yes, a few times. I don't know why I said honestly, like it was something to be ashamed of. I didn't like it. Abby's here, like, my confessions. I went fishing three times. I'm sorry. What fish did you catch, if any? I caught one once and I have no idea what it was because I was a child and it slipped away before I could hold it and then it was gone. So, wait, it died before you could hold it. (laughs) It slipped into the next life. It slipped into a coma before I could grab it from the water.
1: I wouldn't eat a fish coma, but that's just me. So some boggarts have been said to take the forms of animals or scarier creatures, unspecified maybe humans. Um, the Lancashire Boggarts leader, Old Hob, that's O-W-D, Hob, is said to have horns, cloven hooves and a tail like the Christian devil.
0: Wait, I'm sorry, why do we get Boggart hole Clough in Northern, but we're not getting old, old man?
1: Sorry, I'll, I'll try that again in Northern. Old Hob. <laughs> Hob. <laughs> My best Northern impression for you. That's With great. cloven hooves and a tail.
0: we're gonna get cancelled by the north i am in the north i am from the north we're all in the north (laughs) how do you think we're recording this i was born here and i will die here right now
1: this is it guys so other accounts describe boggarts as having more complete beast-like forms so the boggart of longa heed or longer haid from Yorkshire was said to be a fearsome creature the size of a calf with long shaggy hair and eyes like saucers. Straight up
0: thought you were gonna say the size of a car. I was like oh my god this man is dench.
1: Yeah I think I've got the feeling that boggarts predate cars but I really don't know as much about cars as I do compared to what I do about boggarts.
0: Cars were the cars around in the 1800s. I feel like I ask this every episode. I don't think they were. I don't think so. Okay now you know. I think it was a big horse time. There are no cars in Red Dead Redemption 2, and there is one in the first one, but that's in the early 1900s. I hate that that's the extent of your history knowledge. It's not, but it certainly helps.
1: There we have it, the history of Henry Ford. (laughs) (laughs) So this bogger trailed a chain after itself, which made a noise like the baying of hounds, which seems improbable. And the bogger of Hackensall Hall in Lancashire had the appearance of a huge horse possibly a six-year-old horse we don't know
0: wait how does anyone know that it's a boggart if it was like a huge horse surely it was it could have just been a huge horse are all huge horses boggarts
1: that kind of mix-up is typical of the boggart story and i've got a story to share with you later that will um maybe kind of expound on that a little bit it's very easy to confuse a boggart with literally anything that isn't a boggart okay uh, There are also some of them can turn invisible they're known to steal and eat children, especially babies, cripple dogs and curdle milk. They can <laughs> Sorry, why are those three together?
0: They eat babies, cripple dogs, and worst of all, they curdle your fresh milk.
1: I think that really depends on what your trade is and how much you <clears throat> how much you care about milk, you know, maybe <laughs> the
0: milkman screaming at me
1: they're also responsible for some poltergeist activity they can make objects disappear and again sometimes they help out with household chores which is strange and helpful but then they also throw pots and pans around slam doors rip the covers off of sleeping people at night (laughs) while cackling and banging on walls so really just not a pleasant experience this
0: is literally Abby. i yeah it's true ripping covers ripping them straight off like you're like you're doing that restaurant trick where you take the tablecloth off of the table without moving anything
1: yeah boggarts are well known for doing um you know small magic shows like the tablecloth trick really popular in restaurants as well yeah and kids birthday parties just don't let them stick around for too long at the end or else you might find that your milk's gone off and a few of the children are missing (laughs) On a darker note, speaking of which, um, there is a boggit stone on Saddleworth Moor overlooking the place where one of, uh, sorry, two of Myra Hindley and Ian Brady's victims were buried. So again, it's kind of dark and possibly problematic to associate those things, but a lot of people who believe in boggits try and kind of marry up the mythology of the boggit with real life murders as well.
0: Imagine the boggit taking the credit for a murder. Do you know what I mean? Two murders. Yeah, but like, imagine like completely unrelated, just like a random serial killer is like, okay, I'm going to go and kill people and I want to do it because of the fame, right? And then bam, some boggit is just getting it all. Some (laughs) scrotty little tiny hairy man has just took the credit for your kill.
1: Yeah, it's really not a great situation to be in as a human killer. Boggarts are they're just sneaky like that. They're really, really sneaky creatures. And um, so the Boggart of Boggart Hole Clough is supposedly where the, the Clough itself gets its name. And a Clough is basically like a steep ravine or valley, normally around water, just in case anyone, everyone doesn't know what a Clough is, because why would you? I'm What's so glad that you have, like,
0: clarified that because you've been talking about this clough for i think three days now and i've not had a clue what you're on about this whole time she's a seasoned listener of the podcast so this is this is typical formatting she knows <laughs> she knows how it works give the unnecessary geography information that no one wants the weather there is often wet <laughs> and cold <laughs> Can you tell us what the weather
1: is like today, just so everyone knows that it is in fact Myths, Magic and Murder? Today's weather is warm and sunny with a nice a nice breeze. It's like being in warm water. A nice <laughs>
0: easterly breeze. See Kate, now you're being replaced.
1: No, please. I I, I, I don't think I could help run a podcast, but I am unemployed. So <laughs> give us a bell. We'll hire you, but it's volunteer work. Okay, great. Um, So Boggart Hall Clough is a huge country park three miles north of Manchester. I say country park, it's a city park. It's 170 (laughs) to 190 acres of ancient woodland made up of birch, hazel, alder or alder and oak and it's been around since around 5000 BC we think. Um, and the park has survived urbanization and undergone the rewilding process since the 1900s, possibly. So it used to be quite a well-maintained park, and we've just kind of let it turn back into a, a woodsy area. Uh, just I don't know why that's what the council decided to do with it and just make it a nice wood place now.
0: You thought you were here for Boggarts, but actually this is a petition to put more money and time and effort back into Boggart Hole Clough.
1: Or less, because it's much more fun to go stomping through just wild, ancient woodland looking for boggets. I've been boggart hunting. It was great fun. I didn't find a single Oh Well, can
0: you really say you've been boggart hunting then?
1: It was an attempt. It was an attempt. You gave it your best shot
0: and still failed.
1: Okay. Well, in that case, I just went for a nighttime ramble through some dark woods for no reason. (laughs) You sound
0: like someone everyone would avoid.
1: Yes. That's why I didn't find any boggarts. They were intimidated by me. They <laughs> were like, oh crap, not her. She's not a child nor a lame dog. Nor am I made of milk. <laughs> God damn it. So many children have gone missing in Boggart Hole Clough since the 18th century. But again, it is a wild, wild woodland. So the park used to contain an old farmhouse, which was supposedly inhabited by a famous boggit, and a common tale mentions a boggit infested farm which became so haunted that the farmer and his family had to leave so the tale goes that one of his neighbors saw him leaving with his cart all loaded up and he asked if he was leaving to which the farmer replied I were a flitting," and the words were repeated by a disembodied voice the boggit was following them in some versions the boggit had packed himself into the cart with the rest of their things and realizing the boggit wouldn't leave them alone they returned to the house It's suggested that this story originated in a book by Crofton Croker, who tells the same story about an Irish leprechaun, um, and the the Boggart story has been kind of stolen and co-opted into Lancashire traditions.
0: I love that the Boggart was like, nah, you're not not getting rid of me, pal. I'm packing myself into your damn cart.
1: Yeah, not only are they cheeky, they're also sneaky. Oh, cheeky and sneaky. It's a deadly combo. So the other folklore associated with Boggart Hole Clough includes loads and loads of fairy rings, a giant's toe, which is a rock, trolls that live beneath bridges, a seat where the devil supposedly sits, and the ghost of a woman who committed suicide. And then there's the 99 steps, which are literally steps, um, successfully climbing, which will grant you a wish. I wished for money while I was there. Again, unemployed, didn't work. (laughs) No out of 10 oh man i like the
0: uh, guys we're actually sponsored by boggart hole clough so come visit you can get fairy rings children stolen no wishes granted it's the best place visit england
1: it's really humbling i really hope that the fairy rings taste as good as the onion rings (laughs) and that they're made with fresh fairy i don't want from concentrate so I can tell you the story of the Green Boggart, which is the most notable Boggart in Lancashire. And it. I think it's got a really nice kind of Kafkaesque twist to it, just in the way that the Boggart hierarchy is organised. <laughs> so Old Hob, the leader of the Boggarts, uh, which we mentioned earlier, twice a year on the full moon, he would hold a meeting attended by all of the local Boggarts and their wives, along with their jack-o'-lanterns. And Old Hob granted the Boggarts their evil powers, so failure to follow any orders from him or attend meetings could result in a loss of their powers. So it was kind of like um, like an office-type situation.
0: How um, do you how do you invite a Boggart somewhere? Do they have a text? Can you text them? Do they have a PO box you can mail to? Don't be stupid. Obviously, Old Hob is just like, Boggarts! From the top of the 99 steps. Do they have WhatsApp?
1: I would imagine it's like an email chain or like a, a newsletter So we're going to meet you know at the boggart stones on the the full moon in two weeks be there or be fired if it goes into your junk though do you still get fired if you have work emails go to your spam folder and you don't answer them i guarantee you'll be fired i mean
0: true you've got a good point but what if a bogger is on annual leave
1: then what I suppose they would just take yeah, their unpaid holiday um, and hit up the next meeting and hopefully they've done some good bargaining by then because if you don't meet your KPIs, then Old Hog will punish you and he's really not a happy guy if you don't meet targets. Fair enough. So this was the concern of the green bogget because his number of human victims, and he called the humans the forkypeds, um, his number of victims had dropped quite a lot recently. His jack-o'-lantern's light was dim, and his wife's hair had turned yellowish-brown. His wife was all, also feeling less than content with him, so it looked like divorce might be on the horizon for this middle-aged-sounding green bogget. And this was because the humans, or the Forkypeds, had begun to drain his land to farm and raise cattle. So Boggarts really like wet, marshy places, like Lancashire. Um, And the humans protected themselves with charms and spells and rhymes. So if they started to sort of terraform the land and drain it and farm there, the Boggarts' powers were nearly useless.
0: Get absolutely wrecked, stupid Boggarts.
1: Yeah, they really aren't a fan of industrialization, which probably is why we don't see many Boggarts nowadays. So at a previous meeting, when the Yellow Boggart had a similar problem, so a lot of the Boggarts are named by color, like Power Rangers, (laughs) the Yellow Boggart had a, a similar problem, and Old Hob did not react very well when he told him that he was not performing evil tricks on as many humans recently. So he became so angry that he blew fire from his mouth, which burned the yellow bogger, his wife and their jack-o'-lantern and they were never seen again so it's really a, it's, it's a scary meeting if you've not hit targets
0: and it's quite upsetting his yeah, wife exactly. too
1: yeah their whole family they just all of them were disintegrated oh my god yeah so it's it's it, you know it's not like the cushy sort of um firing process we have in this country it's very much a literal <laughs> firing process
0: there's no formal disciplinary it's just immediately you are fired
1: yeah, it's very, very uh, casual. You know, I would imagine it's a cash in hand situation as well. <laughs> you mean the HMRC isn't collecting from boggarts? No, they're just setting you on fire. <laughs> so this time, the green boggart told Old Hob that he, his number of human victims had fallen. And he actually didn't set fire to him. He told him that he had to do better next time or in future. And other Boggarts had similar complaints. Again, so urbanisation and industrialization meant that the land was drying out a little bit, humans were sort of protecting themselves more and living closer together, so they hadn't been as able to roam about the marshy lands inflicting evil upon people. So it looks like the whole company is starting to... Maybe it looks like they're going to go into administration. Who knows? Sorry, what is Old
0: Hob doing throughout this point? He sounds a bit like a dictator. Like, go do this, go do that. Oh, what do you mean you can't reach your targets? Like... Allow it. What are you doing, Hobb?
1: Well, he's he's like the CEO, so he doesn't really have to do anything. He owns the company and he supplies them all their evil powers. So he can really just sit back and hold meetings. Viva
0: la revolution.
1: Absolutely. I'm ready for the Bogger uprising. <laughs> and this is what the Green Boggart did in a way. So the Green Boggart's land, his domain was all of the moss land north of the ri- the River Mersey between Manchester, Warrington and as far north as Wigan including Barton Moss, Chat Moss, Astley Moss, Rixton Moss, Loughton Moss and many others presumably moss-based places like <laughs> Moston and New Moss and Moss Side. who knows. Owing to natural drainage over the centuries and the cutting of the canals for transport as well as drainage the whole area was starting to dry out and again people were starting to farm there. The Green and his wife were starting to get really hungry as they hadn't come across any humans trapped in the moss um, or you know stuck in the swamp that they could eat, especially babies babies notoriously do not do well in swamps who
0: is taking a baby to the swamp land princess fiona oh yeah good point
1: sorry yeah so that's what yeah don't take your baby to the swamp and leave it there because a bogger will eat it and it'll curdle your milk
0: this is a public service announcement
1: so the green Boggart and his family wandered across northern Cheshire looking for new territory. And he was avoiding areas protected by spells, so he was invisible. Because again, Boggarts can be invisible if you don't have any charms on your house. Everyone go and put a Boggart charm on your house right now.
0: What does a Boggart charm consist of? Do we know? Or is it, I have no clue. Is it just like something that you charm yourself specifically for Boggarts? Charm bracelet. <laughs> from okay. charms phone charm fuck yeah i miss phone charms we were talking about this the other week i think i don't know whether we did that on the show or
1: whether we just did that in our private life <laughs> Honestly, you guys have a private life uh no not really <laughs> i really want a bogat protection phone charm why don't phone cha- phones have phone charm holsters anymore
0: watch our merch space sorry holsters like they're guns
1: yeah absolutely i need to holster my phone charms
0: my greatest weapon.
1: I think people would usually put protection spells on their homes to prevent boggarts from coming in or doing tricks and hijinks on them and their food slash children. Uh, so the green boggart accidentally crossed from West Cheshire into Wales. I don't know if that's true because I don't know geography at all. Where is Cheshire? It's It's close to Wales. Good, that checks out then. And he saw what he thought was a human... The human turned out to be Morgan Le Fay, the sorceress who usually lived at Camelot with Merlin the wizard. And as an enemy of humans, she decided to help him because they really just wanted to mess with humans didn't really care that he was a boggart. So she granted him the power to assume human form, and if he was injured or maimed, he would heal instantly and shift back into his old form. However, his powers would be lost if he came into contact with someone protected by charms, and he had to renounce his allegiance to Old Hob and no longer refer to humans as Forcupeds. Morgan Le Fay agreed to rejuvenate his wife, Ginny Greenteeth, which is a fantastic name.
0: I fucking love her. Oh my God, I talk about her... All the time. That's so exciting. I had no idea that she was married.
1: Ginny Green Tea? Yeah. I feel like that's the name of someone who has really bad dental hygiene, but makes it fabulous.
0: Honestly, good for her. I think I spoke about her over on Patreon.
1: I think you might have, yeah.
0: I think she goes by Jenny as well.
1: I don't know anything about Ginny Green Tea, so this is an exciting moment to, to find out. She has her own backstory.
0: She does. She's got her own spin-off.
1: Amazing, I'm excited. Um, so she would have to become a normal human housewife. Morgan Le Fay offered to help build the bogger a house or a castle with a moat if he could find a suitable piece of land. So he knew a dell or a Clough near Prestwich called Black Lee, which I'm guessing is now what we call Black Lee. So Morgan Le Fay agreed, but said the jack-o'-lantern was no longer of use and was left to die. And the Boggart would have to use his powers of invis- invisibility, invisibility everyone. <laughs> His powers of invisibility to forage like a human for food so he basically has to give up his usual fun boggart life to be a normal husband who has to forage for food like an absolute waste man
0: i love this because not only is this woman offering everything to this boggart but also she was like you can have it all if you never use the word the word forcaped again because that is stupid and i hate it. Like, there was no reason for her to add that clause into their agreement.
1: Yeah, it's never explained in the story. I don't know why she hated it. Maybe it was just, like, the word moist, it really made her uncomfortable for no reason. <laughs> it's kind of dumb, to be fair. I think it makes perfect sense. Like, head, like, feet, and then fork, because we have, like, forked legs. I think that could work as a Latin name for humans.
0: I'm not happy with it, and here's why. The end of a fork. How many prongs? You're a prong. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Four prongs <laughs> at the end of a fork, now that I've been shit on. Four prongs, we have two legs, I'm not happy with it. Two arms too, I guess if you put your arms by your feet and tried to stand like that. Then you would fall over. And if you would look re- like a prong. Because you had really long arms that reached the ground while you stood up on your legs. If you had arms as long as tackle poles, you could do it. Uh, as humans so often do. <laughs> do you know? if you want to go over to our patreon so you can see my really long arms please do sorry abby's just picking at the carpet while she's she sat on the floor again i'm just scratching the
1: underside of my feet while i'm just stood up so um the castle was to be named the Boggart hole because obviously when you build a house you name it after your name plus hole So my house is the Sid Hole. It's really great. The neighbours love it. And to this day, it's now known as Boggart Hole Clough because it's the clough where the Boggart Hole is or was. And Morgan Le Fay often visited the Boggart Hole to tell tales from Camelot. But the Green Boggart still grew really, really bored. And he used his powers for hijinks and to relive his Boggarty youth. So he would turn himself very, very small and crawl into a horse's ear. So they would you know go mad and gallop off in all directions really a big fan of mischief just to just to fuck with him yeah really just for shits and gigs poor horse man yeah i would like to think that he just made the horse mad and then came out of his ear i wouldn't i wouldn't want to think of anything bad happening inside the ear of a horse he's squishing out his brain Uh... do you know how ears work yeah you put your finger
0: in your ear and then there's the brain i worry for you Is that not where it is? There's like a lot of stuff in the way. More brain.
1: Are you saying if I put a long skewer in my ear, I would be fine? No, I'm
0: saying that you would burst your eardrum and be in immense pain. After that though, brain, right?
1: Yeah, you could could reach the brain still, right? I
0: don't think so. There's not that much in the
1: way. What else would be in there?
0: Squid goo? No, I just mean think about how low your ear is compared to where your brain is. What you're saying is that the human head is like a pork pie. The crust is the skull. The meat is the brain. And then the, the goo stuff is also there. No. What I'm saying is, okay, you know, we got those doctors that are like ears, nose and throat. Wait, ears. Yeah. That's what they are. Specialists in those three things. I didn't know you could get that. I'm... Move away. I am saying saying that if that means that your ears and your throat and your nose are connected, those are not directly connected to your brain. Isn't everything connected to your brain? Oh my God, I'm not talking about neurons here, Al. I have a
1: question. Yes, Sid. What is the gooey stuff on the inside of a pork pie? Slime.
0: It's fat. Oh. Now you know.
1: Thank you. I'm glad to know that.
0: Anyway, boggarts.
1: He also liked to sneak into houses that were left unprotected using his invisibility. And again, throw pots and pans, rearrange chairs, slam doors, douse fires in water. Again, just mess up people's stuff and be generally a bit poltergeisty and interfere with people's sleep, wake people up in the middle of the night and turn children upside down. So there used to be a row of houses in Swan Lane um, and Hindley Green, which were called Boggart Houses. And Old Mo, the boss of one of the local coal pits in the area, had a huge black cat, which he was very proud of for some reason. Um, Would you not be if you had a huge black cat? It's true. I, I feel like this was his his best thing. I've got a really, really big black cat and I want everyone to know how pleased I am with it.
0: God, I wish that were me. Sorry, are we talking about scaled up or are we talking about lardy
1: Unspecified. Damn. Um, the cat was often wandering around the boggart houses at night. This will come in later, but not for a little while, so remember this. And um, a local man called Sammy Stinker, a dirty, <laughs> <laughs> really unfortunate name, yeah, Sammy Stinker, a dirty, bad tempered old man who lived alone and had no friends. The green boggart came across his house and asked him to come in, or asked if he could come in for a drink of water, despite Sammy Stinker saying no, he just came in anyway. And he's in his human form by this point. He convinced him to play a game of dominoes with him, which lasted for several hours. I can think of nothing more dull, during which time he told him stories about his life. At the end, he told him that he was a bogger or had been until his master dried up, and offered to show him some bogger tricks. So he offered to let Sam hang him from the beam that ran across the top of his ceiling if he could hang Sam afterwards. So Sammy Stinker had the bogger stand on a chair. He slipped the noose around his neck and then pushed it out the chair out from under him. After letting him hang for several minutes and checking that he was truly dead, he went to the pub. which was called the Alec to show the local people what he had done which is what I do every time I murder someone in my house as I go (laughs) to the pub and hey guys look what I've got it's a hanging boggart from my ceiling come and check it out hey guys got a corpse inside want to come check it out absolutely if a man offers to show you a corpse you go you run the other way you run to the house to look at the corpse (laughs) So he was going to go to the pub, but before he could get out the door, he went to turn and put on his hat and he saw the boggart sitting at his table and the boggart said that it was his turn now. So after a few days, the neighbours began to wonder about Sam because they hadn't seen him recently. They went round to the house to find him dead, strung up from the ceiling. Since all of the chairs were at the table and they... None of the chairs had been kicked out from under him. They agreed that it had been the boggarts doing. Because again, when you see an unusual death that doesn't look like a suicide, it it must just be a boggart. There's no such thing as crime.
0: Yeah, don't you know there's no crimes in small towns?
1: Yeah, especially not, you know, near woods or in the north or in places that are generally kind of spooky. No. Are you saying that the north as a whole is spooky? The north is wet, and full of sinkholes. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, it, it's... it's. I'm not going to say it's worse than the south, but there have been far more, like 100% more sinkholes in my local area since moving up north. So the men from the pub discussed it and they agreed that it had been a boggit. Many people had seen a big black shape near the house and they assumed this had been the boggit. So two men from the Alec, which was the pub, called Lazarus and Juddy Moddy, Again, fantastic names. They went around to Sam's house and waited until midnight when they heard somebody enter. After a vicious fight where they were both scratched and bitten, they managed to hang the boggart from the noose in the ceiling. The next day, when old Mo found his cat dead, he declared that the two men would never work in his coal pit ever again. No! Yeah, it was the big black cat that he was super proud no. of. No! And that's the story of the Green Boggart. Again, we'd, he was just a, a slippery, sneaky, cheeky little guy who was bored and liked to, to pull hijinks on people. One of which being murder. Yes, murder, murder the ultimate hijink. <laughs> wow, that was really interesting. It sure was, thank you. I think you should change the name of your show
0: to Myths, Magic and Hijinks. Ah, uh, yes, it really rolls off the tongue. I I love completely rebranding after 70 episodes. 72 and a half. Yeah. After 72 and a half episodes. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. I love to rebrand.
1: The classic move. 72 and a half episodes in, you've got to switch it up. You can't You got. To, you can't go stale. Yeah, come on, the people are getting bored. It's got to be different by the 73rd episode. They did it with Scrubs, they did it with Friends, they did it with every every brand in the world.
0: Yeah. What people don't want is to know the name of your podcast so that they can find it again. They want the difficulty of trying to find this new-named podcast that is the podcast they know and love.
1: It's nice to have a challenge. That's kind of a fun idea. I'm not doing it, though. I'd be here for it, like a like a little uh, Easter egg hunt, only you can't listen to it until you find it.
0: Yeah, only we suffer until you guys can put the effort in to find it.
1: I'm already suffering. Should we plug ourselves? Yeah.
0: Into the bath. Shut up. If you like the podcast and you want to follow us on social media, you can do that at Myths Magic Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you want to support us with some money money and see all cool, cool extra content, then you can do that at patreon.com forward slash MythsMagicMurder. Over on Patreon, we give you our beautiful faces. You can see Abby touching the carpet while she stands up full upright. Um, You can also see me looking on in horror as she does this. Uh, You can hear me talk about Jenny Greenteeth, my absolute babe, who I love. And what else? 10% off of all of our merch, which you can go check out on MythsMagicMurder.com over on the website as well we've got a little referral thing where you can add in submissions that you want us to read out from your life and ideas for things to cover on the podcast and if you have any haunted happenings terrifying tales or spooky stories you can email those over on midsmagicandmurder at gmail.com does Sid have anything she wants to plug or say or whatever
1: I mean, I'm, I'm not really a public figure. If you want to find me on Instagram, it might be Sid Holder Art. I would like to plug my bike that got stolen from Manchester Piccadilly a few weeks ago. It's a blue hybrid Ridgeback Comet bike. If anyone sees it, maybe just let the podcast know and I'll, I'll get it back somehow. That'd be great, thanks.
0: Uh, can the owner of a blue <laughs> bicycle please contact the podcast? Oh, what a lovely time. And speaking of time, that is all I have time for on this podcast. That's a shame because I'm having a really good time. Entropy. Well, if you like the episode, give us a give us a review. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your legal guardian,
1: but don't tell yourself.
0: And don't listen before bed.
1: Listen before bed. Listen in the bath.